With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. It is Monday the 1st of November. 1st of November. We've made it. What a weekend of sport. We just witnessed the Black Caps thumping India over in the UAE. What a performance. Where does it all go wrong for India? The toss. Starting, only putting 110 on the board after 20 overs. Limping in after 20 and then Black Caps just destroying them. Getting there with 5.3 overs. Spare, Williamson, Mitchell, 49. Williamson, 33. Very, very clinical performance in the end. Baz McCullum, the skip, is going to break that down in depth throughout the show. We've just had the lads on talking the cricket, going in a bit depth, but... Baz will break that down a bit more throughout the morning, so looking forward to that. Skip, great to have you back in New Zealand. Uh, also, a lot of Kiwis abroad. A lot of Kiwis abroad. Kiwi teams performing over the weekend. We had the All Blacks V and Bowden Barrett, man of the match performance over in Carter from Baz in his 100th test, 54-16, thumping over Wales. I'll be breaking that down throughout the morning as well, having a wee chat about the All Blacks and that performance. And, well, what a special man. I told you, the cream always... Rises to this height. What a performance by Bowden Barrett. Scoring the first try and the last try. We multi there. There you go. That would have been paying some good odds. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to chatting about that. We also had the Black Ferns. The Black Ferns took on England in their first test on their European tour. Going down 43-12. 43-12 to England. Just showcasing maybe two and a half years out of the test arena. Had a big effect on the Black Ferns. They were up against England. England are the current. World number one side. They have played 14 tests to New Zealand's zero, but we've got a long way to go. The Black Ferns, we've got Honey Hidemia Smiler. She'll join us this morning to talk about that heavy defeat and whether the Black Ferns need to improve and maybe a few changes that may be made as they take on England again and then back to back tests against France. Looking forward to that. And then we had a few big days of racing, horse racing. Derby Day on Saturday with Chris Waller and James J. Mac McDonald 
forming a partnership in the Coolmore Stud Stakes Group 1 win on Home Affairs. Sir Peter Vella is a part of the ownership of Home Affairs and he is also Baz and Flem's private chef. And he'll join us this morning to talk Not about him. home affairs <laughs> and maybe <laughs> and maybe run us through a couple of those menus and wee meals that Baz has been receiving. What, what was those oysters last night? I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm just absolutely blown away that the, everyone else is in there getting oh, cold mints and Baz is getting matematuku oysters. How good is that? Anyway, we've got a good morning for you. We're going to talk a lot about the Black Caps, that performance, clinical performance. They take on Scotland next, India v Afghanistan. And Mitchell McLennigan spoke to me a couple of weeks uh, weeks ago about that in Afghanistan. They've been trending pretty well. They will be a dark horse in this pool. Can they go and put the sword to India? Because India are under the pump right now. But before then, I've got to cross to my good mate, Baz McCullum. He is one week down. One week down, Baz McCullum, MIQ, another week to go, bud, you're doing well. Good morning, Bazza. Good morning, brother. Yep, no, it's a week down, another week to go, but if you're going to be locked away, it's probably not a bad time of the year to do so if you're a sports and racing fan. Yeah, what a weekend that was. Black Caps topped it off just now. The All Blacks were dominant. Dan Hooker obviously went down, but he was still representing mm. us on the big stage, and then the Black Ferns have gone down just now, but there's so much racing as well, and... You mentioned it, Sir Peter's Horse Home Affairs, one that he's got a, a share in, was dominant in the Coolmore Stakes and is now worth an absolute fortune. Uh, and then there was also just so many other New Zealand breads which were just serving it up over there in Australia and J-Mac, Kiwi J-Mac, just continues to impress and you'd see the level of emotion on his face when he crossed the line on Home Affairs. Obviously his relationship with Sir Peter Vella is very, very tight and we'll dive into that. A little bit later on too, but may I just just quickly want to focus. I know we had a good chat with um, with the boys Grant and uh, and Dan McCarty mm. um, just prior. But just a quick wrap up. I just seen Verrett Coley's made. He made this comment to be brutal up front. I don't think we were brave enough with bat or ball. We obviously didn't have much to play with with the ball, but we were just not brave enough in our body language when we entered the field. And New Zealand had better intensity and stronger body language. And isn't that unbelievable for a, for a team mm. that has 5 million people behind it versus a team that has 1.5 billion, we out-body languaged <laughs> and out-intented them, if what? that's even a term. But they just continue to impress, eh? Kane's boys, Kane and, and Gary Stead and all the leadership group there, they just continue to impress and, and get it done. I know the other day we talked about the disappointment against Pakistan, but they play quite well in un- unsuitable conditions. But today they just flexed, I thought. They just showed yeah. everyone in this competition what they're capable of achieving. Yeah, it fascinates me, mate. And uh, look, I remember there was a lot, lot of messages and, and things spoken about last time when, when New Zealand beat the India in the WTC final. And there was a lot of chat about, well, yeah, what, they can't you know, they can't do it away from home. Or, you know, like they're, they're back in India, talking about India's conditions, back at home... They're undefeated, they're unbeaten. And then there was a text message coming through this morning about, you know, it, it even goes with the Black Caps. They have no fear of playing anywhere in the world. You know, you get them out of their own comfort zones, they take it on with, with open arms. You know, they, they walk towards that challenge. Whereas India, and just from uh, Virat Kohli's comments, I feel like they, they get intimidated by the, by the challenge from being outside their own um, four walls, their own conditions, 
what they're so used to. And you look at the great teams around the world, and in India, they are a great side. They're one of the leading cricket nations in the world. But for me, that uh, they don't have, have the ability to go to that next level like the, the great teams that can travel. Great at home, that are good at home, but what the best teams, the great teams that go on and they are, show, they are so dominant in what they do is they can perform outside their own four walls. And India at the moment, they just don't showcase that. Yes, they are a force at home, but away they're not. That, that's a good point, actually, that they're not able to showcase that they have the talent and the skills and they're not able to showcase it on the, on that big stage. It's the World Cup stage that, that I think they've fallen mm. short for how talented they are and how, how accomplished they are. The only thing I can I liken it to is prior to 2011 and, and the All Blacks winning that World Cup, remember every time we went into World Cups as, as All Blacks, well, obviously you guys yeah. were involved in it, but as All Blacks fans, that anticipation, the the pressure, just that expectation which was on the All Blacks to mm. achieve we just looking back I felt like we, we didn't play the same free spirited style of rugby that mm. we had played outside of World Cups well I think with India it's the same thing with cricket they play this freewheeling type of cricket outside of major events they get into major events and they leave all their they leave all their bullets in the chamber <laughs> and mm. they literally take take a knife to a gunfight and they they don't play any shots they don't put you under any pressure whatsoever so it's a fascinating example of pressure and expectation in top level sport and how somehow you've got to be able to suppress that acknowledge it Mm. suppress it let it flow flow over you let it wash over you and then still go out there and play the game which gives you the best chance of succeeding and and it's it's something that unless they're able to do that I can't see their their record in in World Cups the against New Zealand, shall I say? I can't see that improve yeah. because, of course, they have won they won a T Twenty World Cup and they won a fifty over World Cup reasonably recently. So I shouldn't I shouldn't just uh, harp on about their World Cup success, but just in terms of the last few years under Virat Kohli's leadership, I think that's what we've seen. Yeah, they. I think oh, you, you spoke. You brought it up with with the AVs, and I know two thousand seven. Um, there was a lot of, uh, oh no, not this again, not this again. And, and look, if I look back, and I think maybe if, if we didn't have the World Cup in New Zealand in 2011, and we weren't at home in our own little back backyard, and, and we kind of didn't get that um, you know, hoodoo off our backs, as, as we say, um, maybe New Zealand success wouldn't have had the success that they have had as of late. Um, so for me, India, they just need some little turning point. They need some little moment where they can get something behind them so they can get rid of that what if. Oh, no, not this again. What's happening here when the pressure's on? They need something to, to flick that switch. And, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe a change in, in coaching, leadership. I don't know. They need something in there. Or you can just, like, you say that, but then you look at that All Blacks, I keep going back to it. They stuck true with Graham Henry, Wayne Smith, Richie McCall, they didn't go clean slate it. They just made little changes within the environment to get those what-ifs. Or they had planned for those what-if moments. So it's not a surprise when you get to those situations in a game when a team does something that you don't expect, e.g. France in a final approaching the hucker and put, you know trying to just trying to get us off our game. If you plan for those, you mm. plan for those what-if moments, then they can react mm. um, better to those situations. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where India go from here, mate. Well, that's a good point in itself, mate. The, the change is the change is imminent for India because Virat Kohli's already acknowledged mm. he's going to step down after this yeah. tournament, and Ravi Shastri, the coach, 
is already acknowledged that he's stepping down too. So change is imminent for India. But the fascinating point that you made then is was that you mentioned France and how France tried to put you off their game. Well, I think the French mm. rugby team to the All Blacks is what the New Zealand cricket team is to India. Yeah. And, and that <laughs> yeah. kind of cavalier, kind of intent, carefree kind of approach yeah. is exactly what hits is the kryptonite for the Indian cricket side. And so there's a fascinating comparison there. So anyway, it's a big start to the morning. We've got heaps coming up on the show. Nothing bigger, nothing bigger than this morning than what's coming up next. And it's quizzy dag. So give us a call on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on 0800 150811 on the Kennard's Hire phone line for a little crack at quizzy dag.